Hey there, and welcome to the Twinsler Podcast. We are Katie Winsler and Courtney Legall, previously Winsler. People call us the Twinslers because we are the Winsler Twins. On this episode, we have a recap of our week. We had a car that exploded, a dog that went under anesthesia. We have twin Disneyland stories. Is Tom Brady going to the Niners? Are we a Formula One podcast? Team Hot Coffee versus Iced. We've got our spot of the week, sling of the use. We've got so much good stuff. You should stay tuned and check it out. All right, so if you're listening to this, it's Tuesday and not Monday. And typically, we pod on Monday. Katie, what's with the delay? Why are we here on a Tuesday instead of a Monday? Um, Well, your dog had surgery in the morning. Um, (laughs) And I'm not laughing at the dog had surgery. I'm laughing (laughs) as I'm using that as the excuse. Um, And then I ran for my last big run for training for the half marathon in the afternoon and thought I was is gonna die so I just needed the evening to rest and not do anything or think that seems logical I'm sorry to the viewers um Katie Katie's fault it is my fault I will take blame (laughs) for that Courtney said when do you want to record and I said no response and then she said how about tomorrow and I said yes please so yeah that's that's my fault that's my bad so you were running how's that going what's the deal Um, you know, I said, I felt like I was going to die, but I, I had actually felt good with the run. Um, I made it 12 miles. The actual half marathon is 13.1. I felt like somewhat comfortable. The only thing that's weird is like after I run, um, I feel okay. I'm not like out of breath because I'm kind of going at like a slower pace, but then like last two times I did bigger runs. I came home, I showered, I felt okay. And then, um, like walked into the kitchen because I was like, okay, maybe I should have a snack. And my whole face turned white. And you know how you feel like before you're going to pass out? Oh, yeah. yeah I've been there. <laughs> it's happened to me twice now. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. And I, like, run into the living room and just lay down on the hard, like, floor. And I'm just laying there like, oh, dear. And then I get, like, weird. Is that normal? For run- I don't know. I, I only run a mile, so I don't know what's <laughs> normal for runners. <laughs> it's never happened to me before. Um, and I was talking to Grant about it. And I was like. What do you think is why do you think this is and he's like it's because you have no fuel in your body and then you're pushing it to like an extreme level and like to be fair before running 12 miles I don't think I had any breakfast I just kind of woke up maybe I had like we baked cookies the night before and they were like little mini cookies so I think I ate a mini cookie and then didn't like drink any water and just ran 12 miles and then came home yeah. and- I mean yeah that sounds exactly what like what <laughs> happened <laughs> I don't think there's any mystery to this mystery saw yeah so I think I think races on Sunday I think my plan is to have a really solid dinner carbo load um, I've been trying to drink a bunch of water I've literally carried this bottle around all day and this is how much water I've drank so oh my I gosh I just want you to know she's holding up a water bottle and there is maybe an eighth of it gone and it's not a huge water bottle it's a normal size water bottle yeah that's so, all well, day that's all you drink all day yeah I mean I had coffee but yeah you should like um, you should chug every time you have to send an email or like do something <laughs> so like you can connect it to the habit and like fix it because yeah. that's not <laughs> enough water to run that's not enough water to run to your your uh refrigerator <laughs> Yeah, I need to get better about that. So 
Yeah. That's, that's you know what you should do is the, um, like the liquid IV. Cause every yeah. glass of water equals three glasses of water, essentially. Okay. I need like, I need to understand why they call that liquid IV because aren't all IVs like liquid? It's intravenous. Like it's something that's going in your veins. It's liquid. Why are we calling it liquid IV? I don't understand. I, I don't know the marketing behind it, but I know that it's a powder that you dissolve into a drink and then you drink it and then you're hydrated yeah, well, and that you need I know it. what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. I just don't understand why we call it liquid IV. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Anyways. Yeah. So race is Sunday. We'll be good. We'll, we'll survive. I will plan to see you at Balboa park for this race. Excellent. I have followed you before along the routes, but I'm a little less mobile. And I have a dog that is recovering from a minor surgery. So is it called a surgery? Moose got, (laughs) Moose got a root, root canal and he had five sealants done on his teeth. He was under anesthesia, but they didn't cut anything. They just dug out I mean, the roots. It feels a little traumatic. It feel, he had a procedure. He, they put he him under. Yeah, yeah, I would say he had a procedure. Okay. Yeah, he had a procedure. He's doing good, though. He's sleeping under the bed right now. He's starting to look like himself. Have you ever, have any of your dogs gone under anesthesia? Um, let's see. I mean, I got molly when she was already fixed so she hasn't she hasn't been around very long with us um bodester yeah i i had to get bodie neutered so he went under for that but that was eight years ago so they i don't know if you had the same experience but when they wake up they just cry for like 10 hours Mm, because they're confused and they don't know what's happening and you can't comfort them at all yeah you're just he just sat there and cried and it was the highest pitch and it just ugh, yeah it's the worst I've heard a moose, moose cry before they're not yeah. the good, no, they're like, kind of like a whistle it's kind of like a yeah. really high pitch very high pitched and it was yeah. so sad because his walk from the front door of the dental office to the truck he was walking like really drunk and he just like fell over on his side <laughs> oh buddy <laughs> he was not feeling good but he got some pain meds and now he's sleeping Courtney's dog is like the most antisocial dog around. I mean, he'll let you love him sometimes. He gets really excited when you see him. Um, but then like he has a very, very small quota of attention he can be paid. So my theory is he's after this procedure, like he's just been in pain and now he's just going to be like the sweetest dog and he's going to be so happy. Yeah. I mean, I don't hope that he was in pain, but I hope that if that was the case, then it's solved and he doesn't feel that ever it's so hard because his teeth have been chipped and we've given him hard bones like we've given him antlers before and we've given him hard bones so here's a warning against that don't do it and uh I just noticed like he was drooling kind of like brown drool and you noticed it, was it like too purple it was purple yeah so I st- was like well it's coming from his mouth probably and so I started investigating and it looked like his metatarsal, I believe. I didn't think of that at the time, but I think that's what it's called now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think it's, I think metatarsal. it's metatarsal. <laughs> it's as those back molars were just like chipped and I could see like um, uh, the pulp, I guess. And I was like, oh, those look terrible. And so we, we put them under, we didn't put them, the dentist put them under and they're looking at the teeth and those aren't even the bad ones. His canine, his front left canine was just split up the back and it, you could just see like the nerve. And so uh, 
that was the bad one that had to get the root canal. But we had we didn't even have any idea because you could only see the front of the tooth and it looks white and it looks fine. So check out your dog's teeth and don't give them hard bones. And then you won't have to spend a lot of money at the dentist. Yeah, you already spent a pretty penny. Yeah, hopefully insurance comes through. Um, next podcast, I'll either be an advocate for <laughs> pet insurance or I will be uh, very against it. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So we, we dealt with those things, but we had some fun this weekend too. Yeah, we had a great time. We went to wow. Los Angeles yes. to visit our older sister, Kelsey. And Day her husband, Angelo. Yeah, we went to Elefante for brunch, which was delightful. Santa Monica. It was in Santa Monica. It was like, you could see the water. It had this, the cool, like trendy type sitting where you're kind of in like Adirondack type chairs. Um, all did you circle. see, did you see Kyle? <laughs> no. He's too tall for it. So his um, knees like, his knees met the table. <laughs> He, he just like had to get in this weird position where he could like barely slide his legs under the table so uh that was pretty funny uh, and with, egg plant, with eggplant yeah so I was gonna say Kelsey's been talking about that for a while now yeah so if you ever find yourself there highly recommend that it's kind of like a really light hummus yeah I think I was most excited for the bread that it came with it was like yeah. this giant almost like fluffy pita that was like so hot and salty yeah it was all good and once mm-hmm. we were fueled up we went to two escape rooms back-to-back escape rooms and which, we almost got the record on one of them which was so dumb because we basically had it yeah there, there was like one part in it where you had to like match up some magnet type things and we were doing it but apparently you had to hold it there for like five seconds, which who's going to know to sit but there. But nothing hold indicated these. to hold it for five seconds. Yeah. So we were sitting there and we we're like, okay, fine. Can you like tell us what we're doing wrong? And the guy's like, oh, hold these there. We're like, that's what we've been doing for the last five minutes. And he said, well, you have to do it for five seconds. And then we <laughs> yeah. did that. And then we finished all the other ones really quick. And we were behind the record by like two minutes or three minutes. So it would have made the difference. Yeah. Well, okay. The, so. The guy who created them is um, the one who was like there, who brought us into the room. And he was just talking to us like a normal guy when we were first starting out. And then all of a sudden he just starts telling us the story of the room. And it like his voice dropped a couple octaves and it was like slower. It was a very storyteller mode. And I'm just looking at Grant, like this guy's gonna kill us for sure. Like this is a murder room. And all of you guys are sitting there with the biggest smiles on your face. And after you got done, you're all like, wow, you're such a good storyteller. And I'm in the back, like, uh, uh. It was compelling. <laughs> usually they put on like the lame, I was excited because usually they put on like this lame video that's like in a world. And yeah. it's just like really terrible graphics that somebody did on like PowerPoint. It's so bad. And so it was like to hear somebody actually tell the story was engrossing. But yeah, I mean, you put a lot of trust into somebody when they say like, I'm going to lock you in this room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what, what's one thing I wish that escape rooms would do is like give you the recording of the group afterwards. Because I would <laughs> love to be a fly on the wall. Because I mean, when you're in it, you're only like, so much yeah. of like oh here I'm going to this and this but I would love to, to see yeah like when this person solved this or when like they probably when... can't because you'll show the answers yeah. to other people like the liability but I think it'd be really funny it's just so fun to see when somebody has like a breakthrough and like they may not tell you right off the bat but they're like oh 
wait, we have to do, and they like walk over and I'm like, ding, 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 yeah. and like press buttons or something. And then like a trap door will open and you're like, how did you just do that? Yeah, <laughs> it'll be awesome. I still think that they should do the exact same room, but like three times over, make it smaller scale and then put you and then like me and then Kelsey in one. And then we each compete like to see who gets out the fastest. Yeah, that would be I really think fun. Be cool. Competition escape rooms. You know what we should have done is I, I didn't think about, but this next time when we go to an escape room, because I'm sure this is something that we'll do in the future. If we're like, like going them. back to, yeah, if we do like back to back like that, we should just do like a random drawing of teams and then have one, one do one room, one do another room. And then we like switch over and then yeah. we can see who got like the You should fastest. You should text the group chat after this because that would be fun. Yeah. And that way you have like less people going at it. And yeah. And you can see who we'll put some stakes on it too. We'll put like a drink or something and make it fun. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a, a great plan to me. I think that's an I awesome mean. idea. Thank you so much. Yeah. And then we went and we saw some stand up comedy. We mm-hmm. went to the world famous comedy store, which yeah. is really cool. We had great seats where you were, we were kind of elevated in the back. You basically eye level with the performers. And we saw mm-hmm. Bobby Lee and Jeff Ross, I think were the two biggest ones there. Yeah. And then there was a guy from um, Carson. I want to say Carson Daly, but that's not Johnny Carson. <laughs> from yeah, yeah. Johnny Carson and he was actually kind of our most favorite he was a little bit older so I was like oh yeah it's gonna be kind of yuck yuck but he was so relevant and he was hilarious he was the best he just kind of had like this ease about him and he just came in like okay this is what I'm gonna do and, and like real quick for the record by yuck yuck I didn't mean icky I meant like yuck yuck you know like old timey <laughs>, laughs just so people don't think I'm ageist <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah I liked him the best too, I think. Yeah. If you get the chance to go to the comedy store, go. Um, the shows are a little bit longer there. I think we were there for three hours. Yeah. And so what happened, which I didn't know, happened, I didn't know is it starts out with, you know, just like the warm up comic comics, they get you going. And there were probably like three or four before like the headliners. And then the headliners go. And then from that, it like kind of drops Amateur back hour. down to amateur and I wasn't expecting that so like after the really good guys went I was like oh man these next ones have to be super good and then they weren't and then just got worse and worse and by the last guy I I mean I feel like it takes a little bit to make me offended like I feel like I can let a lot roll off my back and stuff but I mean the things he was joking about I'm not even gonna talk about it but like like some of those things he was saying I was basically sexual assault yeah. It, exactly yeah he was joking about that kind of stuff and I was just like we need to get out of here and none of us like stood up and walked out I, I don't think we any of us felt comfortable doing that but we're all like we gotta leave we gotta yeah because when you stand up they like yell at you but half mm-hmm. the room cleared out and then I would say by the time the set was over three quarters were gone and there was one girl left like yeah. went on the stage I felt so bad it, for her but it was like we gotta get out of this room I felt bad for her but at the same time he did this like kool-aid skit three times which was like a really bad skit as it was. He kept repeating it because he was trying to get people to laugh when he would do it again. And so he, he like, no joke, did this thing three times. And then when that girl came out, she was like, hey, can you do it again? And at that point, like we're walking out, but we can hear him do it again. I was like, I'm so glad we just left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but so terrible but the rest of the show was killer it was so good i kind of got i kind of got a chuckle out of watching somebody bomb so bad that sounds mean but like (laughs) it's kind of like just a bonding experience for all of us looking around like wait this isn't real we're there's a joke happening on this right and then it was so uncomfortable yeah but but the people who were good were really good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was a good weekend yeah i would say so um uh, one downside for me outside of that is my car <laughs> oh yeah so, like my car I talked about it on the last pod how it like you talked about down. how the hose popped off yeah hose popped off got it back and I was like it's okay well then we were driving to get the dogs shot for um, being able to board them to go to LA and so we make it to PB which is probably like 15 minutes from my house we just got off the freeway thank god and like my uh my little gauge for my radiator uh the heat like it was red and I was like oh crap we gotta pull over you gotta pull over and so I'm looking for a place to pull over right as it I start to try to find a place it goes like we just hear this loud noise like a boosh, like a water balloon bursting and there's just like liquid that spewed from like all sides of my car and I was like ah and I just veered off um the hose popped off again uh, it was much more dramatic this time and I was like, there's no way I would feel comfortable just popping this hose back on and driving this. So uh, luckily, Grant has AAA. Um, and so we got the car towed to a mechanic and ended up having to get my radiator replaced, which wasn't fun. But once they did that, they called me and they were like, hey, that's not actually really what we think is causing this. It's uh, actually your uh, thermos. So I don't know. There's some kind of like thermostat. And see, that's that the are... hardest part is you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so like this so They thing can tell is... you whatever and you'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like this gauge is like stuck. So we need to get this fixed. Another $300. Um, and I still haven't heard, like, I still don't know what's up with my car. You still haven't heard? <laughs> I thought you guys were going to call him this morning. Yeah. Grant called him this morning. So we dropped the car. The car got towed on Wednesday. They did the radiator repair on Friday it was Wednesday night so Thursday they guess they were busy Friday morning they got to it um they didn't call us until well they let me know that that they needed more work on Saturday midday and then um I was like okay yeah let's do it on Saturday and um no Friday midday sorry they let me know there's more work Saturday said okay let's do it the next next steps and then I haven't heard anything back it's Monday so Grant called them and they were like, oh, yeah, we're doing like an extended drive test right now. We'll contact you once we're done. And it should be done within an hour. And that you think it's just some guy that has a truck and he's tired of gas prices. So he's just using the Subaru because yeah. it's more fuel efficient. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's extended Wait. drive test. Yeah. I don't know. That happened four hours ago. We're supposed to have it four hours ago. I haven't heard anything back. So maybe we'll call him again. I don't know. He had to Is drive to LA. A- I mean, yeah, luckily, uh, we're working from home, not dependent on my yeah. car and can go a while without my car. So it's kind of like, okay, it's fine. I just get it back to me. So hopefully this extended test to their doing, it's okay. And they're not like, oh, actually your car doesn't drive anymore. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Sending you all the best vibes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, should we get into the pod? Getting the pod, yeah. It's a big intro.
it's looking like you have number one thing here. You got a listen another listener question. We got another listener question. Oh we are on a roll. On a roll. Um, but I don't know if we have an answer for this. So the question was, do you have any twinsy stories from Disneyland or Disney World? Oh, interesting. We've been a few times. Just a couple. It was a oh we could I mean Space Mountain on our birthday. We're having a Space Mountain on our birthday. So I don't ride Space Mountain because yeah. Space Mountain <laughs> makes me so sick that I hate my life. But yeah. it was our birthday and you, me, and Kyle had gone to Disneyland mm-hmm. and we were, we had gotten a fast pass for you guys. But yeah. like it was, we weren't, the, the schedule wasn't going to work out. You guys weren't going to get a ride to Space Mountain. So we were like in the, in the gift shop and we were talking and one of the employees was like, I got you. And she snuck us through the back <laughs> to the line of Space Mountain. And I couldn't say no because this lady was like pulling us a solid for our birthday. <laughs> and so I had to go with you guys and, and ride Space Mountain. And I got so sick. And I think my picture on yeah. your phone, like my <laughs> contact, is, it is. is me on Space Mountain because I'm like covering my face because I'm yeah. so sick. So- and Katie would look over and check on me. And it's just pitch black dark. And Katie's just so excited. She's yelling, space, where is space? <laughs> and I'm just closing my eyes and I'm trying to participate. Space. And I'm just like, space, <laughs> it's, it's space. <laughs> so that was the uh accidental twins birthday mm-hmm. motion sickness story i don't know if we have any other concrete thrilling Crazy. i know when we were little it used to be really exciting whenever we'd spot chip and dale yeah we're also really scared of all the characters besides yeah. well, all of the characters except the princesses yeah the people in like the actual fursuits yeah. fursuits which is crazy because you have like, I don't know, everybody plays like 20 different characters there, I feel like, right? So um, like, uh, I don't know. Not 20, that's excessive. But they do make the people who are like princesses switch out and go into those suits, right? Do you know? I don't know. I know that uh, you have to have, there's some pretty, um, pretty rigid expectations like you have to be this height you have to be this weight you have to be this size yeah it's a very certain body type and mold that you have to be to be the princess or especially in a suit I think one of the like last people on the bachelorette or maybe the last but definitely somebody on the bachelorette recently she was like a Disney princess in Japan for like three years how sick is that yeah like that's so cool it's just like, I, and it has to be when you're super young, right? You have to be yeah. fresh out young of college. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to Japan for three years and be a Disney princess. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty. Be a celebrity, basically, to yeah. the youths. <laughs> kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, so no no crazy good twin stories, but uh, thank you for the question. Yeah, thanks. For, we love a question. If anybody wants to throw any more questions, let us yeah, know. Mom. Yeah. Mom. That she asked a question already. Mm-hmm. Question. All right, well, we'll jump into the categories. Um, in the category of sports, I was in the escape room with the guy you thought that was going to murder us while you guys uh-huh. were all at the bathroom. And yeah, I, I don't know um, why you would do that. I was, well, Angela was in there too. 
and uh, making small talk with him. He was wearing a Niners shirt. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, go Niners. And he was like, yeah, I'm really excited. I think Tom Brady's going to be the quarterback. And I was like, what? Because I'm not, a, I'll just say, I'm not a Brady fan. I think I've said it before. I'm just, I'm not a Brady fan. He's like, I've been listening to a lot of sports podcasts. And the idea is that Tom Brady's always wanted to be a Niner. And the Buccaneers owe him a solid for what he did. He won him the Super Bowl. So I think by the time season starts, they're going to trade Brady to the Niners. No way. the quarterback. Position. How much speculation is there? Is it just like one escape room? Guy? I've Googled it and it has some legs. Like what? Just I Googled Tom Brady to the 49ers and there was a bunch of results. Mm-hmm. I didn't dig much further than that. Um, but if it happens, I'm not going to love this season. I'll be I was going to say, you. like, I don't think I would be like, so, I mean, Obviously, you have the winningest quarterback coming to your team, but I don't think I'd be stoked on it. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm, I think it puts Trey Lance on the back burner for even longer, which stinks because he's good. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just I don't want to see it. So that was I, some some sad rumors that I don't like. Well, I heard Jimmy G doesn't really have a place to land right now. I thought, like, he hasn't he been traded or anything. Yeah, I thought like the Colts were going to be like a potential place for him to land, but they just got what's his face today. Um, Matt Ryan. Yeah. So I heard that Jimmy was getting surgery, right? You told me that. Yeah, I told so it you makes that. him so look they, less appetizing. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so it's all kind of up in the air. Who knows by the time season starts, we could have either Jimmy G, Tom Brady, or Trey. So it basically sounds like Battle of the Pretty Boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, here are the Seahawks' new potential that people are talking about for quarterback. Yeah. No. Baker Mayfield. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So he's pretty much said that he wants to leave the Browns, and they're like, nah, maybe not. But um, I know the Seahawks have been in talks and trying to. Yeah. Potentially- I thought he was going to the Colts, but that didn't work out, obviously. Yeah. I'm not Brian. So, yeah, because that, be so that, that trade was going to make it kind of like a bidding war for the Browns, I think, between the Colts and the Seahawks. They could have come up with something. But yeah, now that he's not going to the Colts, um, I think there's a little bit more of a chance. But I like we'll he's a personality. I like a good personality. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would rather have him than like, some random uh, newbie coming in. Maybe. Yeah. If we're like rebuilding, might as well. Nice. Yeah. Um, I see you, uh, you've been watching some Formula One. Yes. So we are now a Formula One podcast. Um, in case you didn't know. Hmm. Anyways, we watched the first. So this was the first race of the season. It was in Bahrain. And um, it was actually really, I highly recommend it. So it was at like 8 a.m. So we just woke up, we're chilling, having a like really easy morning watching this race. And it, it's like 52 laps. It sounds like a lot, but it seemed like it went by pretty quick. And um, the it was it was pretty neck and neck the whole time between um, like Verstappen and the two Ferraris, which is fun to see because the Ferraris haven't been up front in quite a while. Um, so I think it was like a Ferrari, like sandwich. So it was Leclerc, uh, Verstappen and then signs. And then my guy, Chaco was in fourth. So that's Ferrari, Red Bull, Red Bull, Ferrari. Ferrari. And then you had, not everybody's as big of a fan as you without breaking down. I'm sorry. 
so sorry. And then uh, we had another um, Red Bull, Red Bull, and then also Hamilton, so Mercedes. So they're going along. Chaco, my favorite guy, ends up in third. He's having like just such an amazing race. Um, they get down to so it ended up being like Verstappen wasn't. I think it was. No, I think it was Leclerc in first, so Ferrari in first, and then the two Red Bulls, or there was a Red Bull sandwich, something like that. Um, anyways, it got down to like the last three laps that they had to do, and then all of a sudden, Verstappen's car just like putzed out on him. There was like no big crash or anything. His car just failed, so he had to pull in, and he was like it did not finish in the last few laps. And then you have my favorite Chaco's in third doing like such a good job. He might've been second or third. I don't know. He was running like one of his best races. He was in third and uh, literally the last lap, his car did the same exact thing. And so then it was like both Red Bulls got out and then you had both Ferraris get first and second, which they haven't done in, I think since 2019. And then um, you had uh, Hamilton come in for third. It was just really exciting to watch it happen down to the wire. And uh, I've committed to Red Bull as one of my teams that I really like. So it was upsetting, but it was so exciting to watch. It'll be interesting when the next season of Drive to Survive comes out and you get some more background on what was happening with the cars and like what the technical difficulties were. Yeah, you can see it in real time. That's one thing watching the race that I miss that I don't get when I watch Drive to Survive is you get to actually see like the, I believe they're not pit boss. I think they're called principal. Um, you can actually see like what those guys are saying, like the team manager and you get the more of the conversation between the driver and their like pit team and everything. Uh, so that part was missing for sure, but it was still pretty cool. Nice. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, I haven't so- seen Ferrari win since we like used to go to the races. Yeah, exactly. Like they, it's been quite a while since they've um, done that. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good season. Awesome. We'll have to check out next time they the race. Do it. Well, um, pop culture is not, not a thick category this time because we're tired I mean, of talking about Pete Davidson and Kim. We can't, we won't do it. We won't do it. We will not do that today. So we refuse. Um, we, have we have one topic, <laughs> one topic today. And that if you're a Vanderpump Rules fan, Tom Schwartz, and Katie Maloney broke up and they've been together for 12 years. It was a, a big one. Time. That was a long time. Yeah, but I mean, but we only get one view of these people's lives. Yes. But I, I think a lot of people were like, yeah, these couple that makes sense. not have been together. <laughs> it was yeah. very toxic. He cheated on her good. like multiple times. She had some anger issues with him. I mean, someone cheats on you, you can have anger issues with them. <laughs> um, yeah, they just, they didn't seem to like each other too much at the end. So it's not too much of like a, a shock. It's just the fact that they were actually married. It's not like yeah. a breakup. It's, it's a divorce. Yeah. And so that was some news that I didn't really see coming in the off season. Yeah. And then it kind of leads you to like, were they pretty much trying to keep it alive for the show? Because it really seems like Vanderpump has just kind of fizzled out. I don't, I, I know I read the show somewhere. was so good in its heyday. Yeah. And I think I read like on Dumois or something that they're thinking of, you know, giving it the ax. It just doesn't have quite what it had before. Like who wants to sit and watch Sheena and 
Brock or like what's his face, um, the DJ, DJ Kennedy. Kennedy. Nobody I don't. I think the re- the way the show worked so well is because they did. They were like people you can relate to. They were people who weren't rich or anything, and they were at mm-hmm. a restaurant that, like, when you went to LA, you could visit the restaurant. You yeah. can go to the physical places and see. You know, I love to go whenever we're there I think it's exciting because you're just like you're on this you're essentially on the set but like you're also eating and drinking and hanging out and it had a lot of charm and Stassi was the best but obviously she got kicked off for some reasons yeah and uh yeah I just I'm sad to see the show go if it goes I'm sad to see them break up just because it was so entertaining but I called an unpopular opinion to you because you didn't agree with me um, but I think Schwartz is going to end up with a Bravo person. And the only single Bravo person I can think of right now is Sierra from Summer House. It's a, it, she's way too good for him. She's way too good for Austin Kroll of Southern Charm. Yeah, well, I, I mean, Austin's yeah. a little better than him. I mean, I if love you Schwartz. See, I love if you Schwartz. see it, I called it right now. I love Schwartzy, but he's like a man, child, baby in Sierra. She's not, no, we shouldn't ha- he doesn't have to be with somebody else in the Bravo sphere. It doesn't have to be like that. You can find somebody else. But if it happens, think, you saw here. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So, um, and then like if they, if they were trying to do some kind of spinoff with the Toms, I don't think I would want to watch that. Like, it's I'd rather cool watch that than a La La spinoff. Yes. But, like, I think I would just like to watch Schwartz. I think Sandoval is just getting to be, like, so egomaniac. It's, he's not even, like, fun to watch anymore. He's just – it's painful. Yeah, so, and now he has a band, and I don't want to watch his band. He has a band? Yeah. He's, like, touring with a band. Uh-uh. It's called Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. Oh, no. Yeah. That's embarrassing. People are going to the shows. I mean, not embarrassing, like, the name, because we had a band, and it had a really embarrassing We name. don't talk about band names. We don't talk about band <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, I just, he's tried to make this happen before, and it really wasn't good. That's why I think it's embarrassing. It's not it's working. I think it's working this time. He's really? got enough clout. Yeah, he's got enough clout now. He's, like, actually, like, full crowds. Oh check out gosh. his Instagram. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll take it out. I'll take it out. All right, so... um. I'm ready to move on to doubling down. How do you feel? Yes, that was a short stint into what's happening, but that's where we're at. That's where we're at. I'm not talking about Pete Davidson, Kim, and Kanye. Don't even, don't even, don't even mention their names. They who shall not be named. Uh, so doubling down, you know, in the battle of Team Hot Coffee versus Team Cold Coffee, I'm mm-hmm. Team Hot Coffee. I could have They're a cold coffee. Time. It, unless it's like 90 degrees outside because I don't it's milk based I'm not I'm not a psycho <laughs> but like nine times out of ten I'm going to choose a hot coffee over an iced coffee really yeah I I don't feel that strongly I just go based on the weather but I will say that when I get an iced coffee that thing is gone in less than five minutes I, I think that's part of that it. thing down so fast. It feels like it's three sips and it's gone because the ice takes up so much of yeah. the real estate. In hot coffee, I usually don't even finish them. <laughs> same, same. I, and I think that's why, because I like a leisurely sip 
on a coffee, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Get the yeah. day started, get the day rolling. I have an iced coffee. It's like, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, how do you have your coffee in the mornings? Like, are you, how are you making it? Well, so right now, uh, my, I feel like my heart rate's a little higher in the morning and I'm kind of learning that maybe it's because I have double the blood volume. Isn't that mm-hmm. crazy? When you're pregnant, you have double the blood volume. Yeah, I still don't believe that. You could could Google it, but uh, yeah. So my heart rate is accelerated, and I thought it was due to coffee. So I quit like everyday coffee, which was hard. Mm -hmm. I had headaches and everything. It was pretty awful. So now I'm just doing it like if I really need it, and if Mm -hmm. I really need it at that point, then I'm just usually going to Starbucks. Okay. Yeah, and I'll get a a hot caramel macchiato. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. I love a caramel macchiato. You guys are French pressing right now, aren't you? Yeah, we've been on the French press train. It's actually been kind of fun because we have like a coffee subscription. So we get a different bag each week from a different place. Um, And so I've been enjoying that. And it obviously saves us a lot of money. I used to be really, I used to have like an espresso machine and be really into, yeah, and be into that. And I want to get back into that game, but I think I want to get a kind of a more quality espresso maker. So I think I'm going to start just like saving up and planning to get it a nice espresso machine. Yeah. We have Not- like those $80 ones from Amazon that were yeah. they're pretty simple. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I'm not like sitting here trying to get like one of those like $1,200 large no. counter barista type ones, but like maybe something a little more mid range that it's a little bit better than what we had. Full on barista. I'll come over to pod and you can make me a, a quality caramel macchiato. Yeah. I just, I really like the, the pomp and circumstance of it all. You know, it's, it's really nice. You, you have your you're, you're the same with cooking. You, you really like the yeah. finer things when it comes yeah. to cooking. I do. It's true. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Well, besides your like morning coffee, I wanted to know how does that work? Do you have any like weird parts of your daily routine when you think about it that you're like, oh, maybe other people don't do this? Um, not that I can think of necessarily I mean the only part of my daily routine I'm like oh is waking up at like five to walk the dogs that's not like a weird thing I think that's normal but like living in an apartment I have to take we have to take them out all the time um but I don't know why I just thought of this this has nothing to do with daily routines we'll get back to it but um <laughs> you are the one who told me who made me see this this weekend um that the bathroom in my apartment <laughs> has a window that I thought uh, was like a way that nobody could see in, um, but apparently you can see all the details. Uh, it's frosted glass. In. Yeah, I was <laughs> waiting for you to get into the car and I 100% saw you sit down to use the restroom. I couldn't see like details or anything and you can only see like chest up and you're dressed and everything, but like yeah. You know what the person's doing when they're in the bathroom and then they sit down. So yeah, you should get a curtain. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's not like a solid way to put a curtain. I don't know. I've been thinking about the logistics. And then I was like, maybe I should reach out to the apartment and say, because there's blinds on all our other windows. Just be like, yeah. hey, we have an issue here. Can you put blinds on this? But now yeah. I'm so weary every time I go to the bathroom. Yeah, well, we were there at like 5.40 in the morning or 6 in the morning. So it was pitch black dark and it was the only light on. So it was like, very noticeable so yeah, I mean, it might think not about be like, like during no, the day might not, not be during bad. the day but think about any time at night and stuff even like when I get changed in the morning in my uh yeah, you should start doing night. that yeah I like the window 
I guarantee people can see in now. And I before I've been like, no, like if we're tucked back enough, nobody can see anything. But like, I feel because like there's second story on a busy road. Like <laughs> it's pretty visible. I saw a meme once that was like, everybody has a naked neighbor. And if you don't think you do, then you are the naked neighbor. And now I feel like that's me. <laughs> I can pretty much guarantee that that's you. I'm so embarrassed, but at the same time, it's not like I'm conversing with any of these people, but no. Anyways, so I guess that's a weird part of my morning routine. Is that you're the um, naked neighbor? Yeah. Oh, I got a, a text. Oh, my car is ready. Cool. There you go. You guys got a whole story and a conclusion all <laughs> in one episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I'll pick it up today. Maybe I'll pick it up tomorrow. We'll see. For me, it's not so weird, but I do have a couple things that like I have to do before I start my work day. I'll like sit down mm-hmm. 15 minutes before my, I usually start at seven. So I'll usually sit down at like 6.45. I have to have the Today Show on. It starts at seven. So I know like what's going on. I get like the highlights and everything. Mm-hmm. I have to do a Sudoku, like a Sudoku day for my calendar. And I have to... Um, I do a typing game. It's called Satera, S-E-T-E-R-R-A. And it's a map of the United States. And I have to get all 50 states in under two minutes or I can't start checking my emails. Okay, yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it like, kind of works me up because I, like, I get a puzzle in. And then I for the map game, I, I know the U.S. now. Before I used to just be like, East Coast is a blur to me. It's a blur yeah, to me. Really I, I'd, heard, it. I'd heard myself say it a lot of times and I'm like, that's stupid you should know your country and so uh, I yeah uh, totally totally totally, totally yeah, yeah yeah same, same, same. so now I know all the states and I it gives me warmed up typing and everything so it's kind of a weird part of my of my day I guess but it's a yeah, helpful part <laughs> I'm over here like yeah I take the dogs out early. like <laughs> I'm very I beat this <laughs> I just I was thinking about it this morning when I was writing down what we were going to talk about and I was like maybe this isn't normal it's not can confirm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to our spot of the week. We mm-hmm. actually lived across the street from this one for three years, two years, however long we lived in Hillcrest. But the Hillcrest Farmer's Market Love is it. the best farmer's market, in my opinion. I think it might be mm-hmm. your opinion, too, besides Little Italy. Mm, wait, I think I have one that I like more. No. I can't think of it right now. Well, Hillcrest is top tier for me. It's on Sundays. Yeah. It's broken into like sections and the first section is all food. So you can go, come hungry and have breakfast, brunch, lunch, whatever. There's everything from smoothies to avocado toast to like bao buns. They just have like a whole variety of foods. Mm-hmm. And then you move on and it's kind of like flowers and produce. And then you get into like the hummus and the meats. And I've got a seafood guy who I love. I've got a seafood guy. <laughs> I do have a seafood guy. Uh, <laughs> I love making sushi and obviously I'm not doing it right now but um he's got fresh salmon that is sushi grade so you could just go buy like a 14 dollar piece of salmon and you can make some sashimi with it and it's incredible and yeah, the, the farmer's market's big there's lots of parking around because you could park at the DMV and you guys know how big I am on parking park at the next door neighbor's whoever you want and it's it's a great great farmer's market so Sundays in Hillcrest would recommend and 
technically you're not supposed to have dogs at farmers markets but you can have your dog everybody brings their dog <laughs> so if you want to walk your dog around you can yeah always a plus for us for sure all right slang of the youth okay i've got low-key and high-key okay okay what are your thoughts you already read what i wrote no not yeah. looking at it uh i mean i think low-key like i low-key like this you're not, not like outwardly like okay i low-key like justin bieber um but i like i high key like the jonas brothers really <laughs> is that like high key is like i legit i no legit shame. like this yeah no shame yeah and then um, the I example i had was low key is the opposite of high key it can be used in a way of saying you liked or done something secretly modestly or quietly that's low key i low key rooted for Dan denarius to remain on the iron throne and then high key's opposite, like Paul is high key trying to learn Spanish for Elena was the example. So Poor Paul yeah, and you're, Elena. you're pretty it's just it's just the example. Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, you're you're pretty you uh you high key, you get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm hip. I'm hip, hip, mom. You are hip and you are hop. And I uh low key like the Jonas brothers, high key like Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, opposites, opposites. Yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> We're twins, but we are different. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've got nothing else for you. Same. I think that's, it's a I'll little. Get you a car. Yeah. Sorry. I'm all distracted now by it. Go get yourself a car and okay. have a wonderful afternoon. If you've been Thank listening you. to this podcast, thanks for joining us. We're on episode 18. Um, kind of. <laughs> oh, also, wait, yeah, kind of. I have, I have, I have actually one last thing. Oh, yeah. I now know the baby name. Yeah, she knows the baby name now. But don't try to get out of her because we're only telling immediate family. <laughs> <laughs> I got it out of them this weekend. So you guessed everybody... on your ten thousandth guest. Guess, but I guessed. <laughs> I guessed, and that's what's important. And now, if if you were following along in that saga, I now know little baby's name she does she does she knows all right well thank you again for listening um we will talk to you guys next week see ya bye